Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of Tea Talks with Kuru, where you get to listen to some pretty good book reviews while also learning more about one of the most famous beverages in the world, tea. I'm your host, X Kuru, and today I'd like you guys to welcome a brand new guest reviewer and another one of my really good friends, Derry. Hi guys, my name is Derry. I'm so glad to be here. I'm so very, very happy to be here. I am going into med in year two, and I am going to put out a PSA one if anybody that wants to med. You will be so stressed out, you will know what to do with yourself. I promise. And I'm probably going to be testing you all with how um, stressful it is when I start uh, in August. So you can look out for that. (laughs) It's tea of the day before we dive into our book is Mao Feng. And Mao Feng means full peak. And it describes the shape and appearance of the processed tea leaves, which contain new unopened tea buds, more or less covered in white hair, and a first and second leaf. The authentic Maofeng tea should be processed using uh, some kind of traditional methods, but not all of them are, obviously. However, Maofeng is a specific tea type, while any other Maofeng tea may only tell the shape and quality of some other tea type. And this tea specifically helps with weight loss, aging, as well as regulating high blood pressure. So another cute um, traditional Chinese green tea. So today, Daria and I, we're going to be reviewing the Divergent series. Now, this is a pretty old series. I read it a couple of years back, and I thought it was pretty good then. But nevertheless, it is a really good dystopian novel. And this is what Daria decided to um review with us today. So we're going to be reviewing the entire trilogy, which is composed of Divergence, um, Divergence and Legion, which is the third one, and then the other one is, what is the other one? Hold on. It was Insurgent as the second one, I think. So it was Divergent, Insurgent, and then Allegiant. If you all do maths, you will understand why I thought Convergent came after Divergent, but I didn't even catch that. Oh my god. <laughs> Pure maths leaves you with some trauma, guys. It really does. Yeah, okay, it really so does. our protagonist in this book is Beatrice. Um, she later changes her name to Tris, and we get to see this world set in this kind of post-apocalyptic Chicago. And basically, at the age of 16, I believe, high school students have to uh, take this test the serum to see which faction they fall into. We have five factions. We have Abnegation, Amity, Candor, Dauntless, and Erudite. So let's get started. Um, honestly, when I first met uh, Beatrice, I thought she was very unassuming. I-, I didn't really care about her all that much. Yeah, that's a funny thing that I was thinking about when I was like trying to decide what my favorite characters were or my least favorite characters. I honestly didn't have much of a opinion on her. I feel like most fantasy novels, they aim for you to immediately like the protagonist. But in this case, she was so unimportant in a sense. It was almost like uh, she kind of just there. Yeah, and you get to see how um, so abnegation, their faction, they're very... um spiritual i guess to some extent it's not spiritual it's very amish vibes yeah so they wear very drab clothing um they don't promote any kind of sin at all so their food is very simple they don't um promote vanity in any kind of form so it's kind of like growing up in a monastery now we i guess but even then i think that's too like I think that's too down low for them. They, they yeah, it is a little too down low. I feel like it's very much futuristic Amish vibes in a sense where Amish <laughs> is now 
kind of known as a people, <laughs> I, I feel like that would be abnegation. Um, so Tris uh, ends up having to take this uh, test at high school and she finds out that she has the traits to go into another faction called Dauntless. This is where all the badasses are, they jump from trains for no apparent reason, they're adrenaline junkies in a sense. So immediately after, um, if you have, if you choose to transfer from your faction that you were born in, you're immediately carted off to the faction that you chose. You don't get to say goodbye to your parents. You you completely reinvent yourself. So I guess that could cause a really bad case of um personality disorder, but they don't care about that. They really don't. No, they're just like shoving you in that direction. Just yeah. go ahead, you'll be fine. You're okay. <laughs> And at Don at the Dauntless compound, Tris meets another um former abnegation member, though she doesn't know it at this point. Tobias, uh, but his pseudonym is Paul. And honestly, in the movies, they portrayed him. And they portrayed him with um Theo James, was it? I think his name was Theo James, yes. Yeah, so I, I, I'm here for that. He, I think he was a good actor. I don't know if the movie was good. I didn't watch it, but I saw that he was Oh, you haven't seen the movie? I haven't. I honestly have an unpopular opinion when it comes to the movie because almost everybody that I've spoken to that has seen the movies have been such big fans or whatever. But I guess because I had read the series before, Mm -hmm. I was biased towards the books because they left out to me. Obviously, whenever you do a book-to-screen adaptation, you're going to leave out certain details Mm -hmm. because, you know, you can't have the exact same thing. Nobody's going to watch it. But they left out so many important details, at least in my opinion. It was a little irritating. I I didn't get past the first half an hour of the first movie. Oh, my. Well, actually, the criticism I heard was mostly negative. They said that it was so unrealistic. It was a shame. It was just horrible. Yeah. Wow. And honestly, I there's so many series that got adapted into movies that failed my expectations. Percy Jackson, oh, yes. first and foremost. I have high hopes for this Netflix series. High hopes. And I wouldn't. <laughs> I wouldn't. Don't disappoint yourself. Oh dear. But away from trashing movies because they don't live up to our expectations as readers we had to mention it at some point it, it had to be discussed yes yes so trust is now in this completely new environment um yeah don't let they promote anything they basically promote promote your wants above your needs in a sense so with, whereas in abnegation she never lived in excess and don't let she's free to find herself for lack of better words. And she does end up visiting um this tattoo artist that they have on hand and she and she gets these um I think it's crows, tree crows. She said it's ravens actually, but everybody was calling them crows because of the way that the um tattoo mm-hmm. artist did them. And you just get to see her like go through all these trials that kind of prove their fearlessness, for lack of better words. And yes. it, was really, it was really interesting, honestly, to like just to get into that mindset it was i think that was the first dystopian novel i've ever read honestly same same it was really interesting i was the first i think that usually whenever i gravitate towards because fiction books are my favorite type of books and Mm -hmm. a subsection i guess that i always gravitate to is the typical king queen kingdom type of vibe Mm -hmm. so this was the first type of like dystopian one that i read and i was I was a big fan. I finished all of the books within 
three weeks, <laughs> which at that point was quite slow for me. Allow me, I, I read the books just six years ago, six years ago, six years ago. I um I think I I don't I think I was with him, but he had copies, so I spaced up. So I actually spaced up my reading for once in my life. Oh, okay. Um, so Divergent basically uh follows Trista as she's trying to find herself, tries to fit into this new mold away from abnegation and into being um dauntless. And I believe that after all their trials, she also uncovers um. I think she uncovers that the serum actually didn't work on her to some extent that they used to um yes that they used to control the dauntless yeah so that was basically the first book and then the second one kind of continues off from the end yeah so that was divergent insurgence is where they try to like uncover the secrets behind why the serum that they don't let have because in essence because of their fearlessness they're treated like super soldiers so they're trying yes. to figure out why um it didn't work on trust and they end up uh, visiting is it amity these farms, amity yes these farms here yeah, and they go undercover and i think that really uh opened up the character development for trust and the others you get to see her as more than a 2D personality. Because at that point, she is, at that point, she's more um, comfortable as being a dauntless. And then that just stops because she gets thrown for a loop when she realizes she could have chosen, she didn't have to choose dauntless or stay in abnegation. I believe, um, her, I think her mother was an uh, erudite, I think. Her mother was... It was either she was erudite or dauntless because I think in the first book she thought she was dauntless, but then figured out in the second book she was erudite. Yeah. I, don't quote me on that. <laughs> it's either or, but um, then she finds out that she also had a, an affinity for erudite, and then she recognizes she realizes that this entire test is just uh, they just um basically are trying to get hurt them like sheep into one broad category when really they can fall into any category. Um, really, they can fall into any category because everybody um, basically possesses all of the traits that they generalize in the factions. And then I, I, think, um, I think it was at that point, I kind of likened them to like, they, they, because it's a post-apocalyptic Chicago, I guess the remaining humans from whatever apocalyptic events happened were like they recognized humanity and their destructive tendencies. So they were like, maybe if we segregate them based on like the most destructive, the most smart or whatnot, we could like speed up evolution again or something to that extent. Yes, I think they did. Did they uncover that in the last book, Allegiant? Yes, they did. And honestly, Allegiant, the ending, it pissed me off so much. <laughs> That's the thing about Allegiant, and it did not have the exact same ending in the movie. I believe she was still alive in the movie. What? Yeah, she was still alive in the movie. She didn't die like she was supposed to. That was the point of Allegiant, I feel like. Also, of all the books, I think the second was most than the first one compared the first it was boring but i oh um, definitely so i would say i rated divergent it was boring but towards the ending you get you get that um little climax there then insurgent insurgent i think was relatively well done you had a lot of plot development and whatnot but allegiance i will say this first and foremost i absolutely hated the ending um i believe 
they did on, they, so they uncovered this um plan by Janine, I believe, the head of the yes. right? Yes. And she were, had basically um conspired to get this formula that makes you dauntless, mindless, and follows the commands. And she was trying to, uh, I think she was trying to create, to, I don't know, create a world where the factions um, were all under the Eurydice or something to that extent. Yes, yes. Um, where they would be, in a sense, the ruling faction, which yeah. interesting and, commentary on what happens in real life. It's always one particular country that wants to, you know, prove that they're <laughs> dominant. We, we, we love to see that symbolism in real life. We love to see it. We love to see it. <laughs> Um, but Janine, uh, she was kind of, I think she was kind of obsessed with um, having everything fall into one specific category. So that's why Tris um, kind of unnerved her because she fell into three different categories as well as the fact that she was actively opposing um, Janine. I don't think it, she, I don't think it quite hit up the woman that um, somebody could say no and mean it and like, go out of your way to show that they actually mean no. Yeah, that's true. So we had that piece, and we also have the factionless, uh, and I believe these are the people who they also could fall into more than one category, like Tris, but they didn't go through with their initiation into their chosen um, faction, I believe. And I think they Tris and uh, four gathered them up at some point to help oppose the um like a rebellion in a sense yeah basically and i think it's that when uh just and four end up getting captured and they're put through uh this nightmare serum i think for lack of better words and in a sense they end up they do end up escaping while the rebels um invade the building that they're being kept prisoner and i think it's at this point just dies she gets shot yes yeah, she got she got shot. So I was just there, like I I, believe I was I, heartbroken. I believe I put down the book and I was like, wow, wow, wow! You achieved what you want to do. Then you die. Yeah, that was I was heartbroken at the end of the book. I was like, oh, she didn't have to die, but I understood why she had to die at the same time. I understood why, but I mean, I don't have to like it, like. Yeah, like, exactly. You can understand something, but don't have to like it. So most subjects in school. I, I honestly. It, that to me kind of just dampened my entire experience of the series. I watched it. I was like, "You're a good dystopia novel." That was a shitty ending. Goodbye. <laughs> you had an interesting ranking of the books, though, because mine was a little different. I actually preferred the first book, which was the Divergent book, mm -hmm. to the Insurgent book. Oh, how come? I don't know. I actually pretty much liked the Divergent book, besides the fact that Tris was a no basically like he put it correctly like very much two-dimensional that's a whole lot of going on there with her character development i think i just liked the whole um just trying to fit into what it is that she has and everybody trying to hide what it is that she is i think i pretty much just liked how they how the author did that for that particular story i really liked it for some reason, I don't have much like standout memories of Insurgent other than it being kind of like a connecting book, which happens a lot for a lot of series that the second book always ends up being just like a connecting yeah, book in I, a sense. I honestly think that's like that's a downfall of a lot of series because I, this doesn't have to like 
resonate with anyone, but for me, I think that you should be able to read each book of a series and be able to get a grasp of what's going on. You shouldn't have to read book two instead of book one and then figure out, okay, what is going on? Beyond like trying to figure out maybe a certain plot point if you start off in the middle of like a war or trying to figure out which character is connected to who, you should get a general sense of the story and how it's going. Oh yeah, definitely. I 100% agree with that. It, that that should just be a thing but a lot of series end up falling short to that but then mm-hmm. somehow they always make back up for it in their third book and whatever book comes after that if another book comes up after the third book mm-hmm. and i believe there's a prequel out as well as um a book for after this the trilogy is complete there's four and there's a prequel i don't know the name of i um, haven't heard of the prequel that's new information to me but i did read four though i did read four I didn't. I um. I think I. I think I was going to start, and then I. I think I read the synopsis, and I was like, eh. For another time. If you are a big fan of the character four, and he was your favorite character, and you find you didn't see enough of him, then you would enjoy that book because it basically showed a little bit of his backstory and him his version of the story in a sense. So you're getting it from his perspective and what was going through his mind when you saw like your favorite scene. So I guess that was like really important to me. That's what I liked because he was one of my favorite characters. So I guess that's why I was a fan of the book. But if you don't necessarily liked for and he was just he was just kind of there to you, you wouldn't really <laughs> like the book. I don't think I don't remember if I had a favorite character in this book, honestly. And I didn't skim through really? Yeah, I don't remember if I had a favorite character. I think, I think the favorite, my favorite part of the book, I had a favorite part. It was the plot, like looking at how she built up this dystopian world with like remnants of the modern day time. I, I thought that was really interesting. Okay, I had several like favorite characters. I think for like I said, Tris in the first book was boring, but then you get to see more of her personality in the second book. So she was kind of on the fence for me. I liked Tori. I did. I don't know why. I was just a fan of that. She just struck me as that like you know girl boss thing, and I was just a fan of that. I wish we had seen more of Tris's mother when she was alive. Like, I, I feel like she had so much, she was so important in the story. I wish she had, you know, more to tell in a sense. Mm-hmm. And I liked Al until he did what he did in his first book. I was so disappointed. I felt like a disappointed mother. I I agree. I think I have a vague. Um, was he one of the boys who tried to have doctor? Yes. And then, oh. but the thing about it was he was her friend. And then he got under the influence of one of the meanest characters that I didn't like, which was Peter. No, I, yeah, 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 yeah. And then he committed suicide after, and I was just like, damn, forget consequences. Let me just, you know, off myself. Why not? (laughs) Yeah, I, mm. that that was one point where I was just like, it made the story more interesting, but yeah, I, I, I was disappointed in his character as well. Yeah, I was expecting a whole lot more from that. Like, why? She went out of her way to, like, you know, be friends with you. Exactly. But, yeah, I don't think any other point you want to mention any of your favorite scenarios from the trilogy in general. Um, a standout moments from over all of the books, to be honest. Like, I think the first book, one of my standout moments 
was the iconic like Ferris wheel scene and when four threw the knives at her. I don't know why, but those moments in particular had stood out to me, at least in the Divergent book. In the Insurgent book, like I said, that book wasn't really, I wasn't a big fan of the second book, so not a whole lot stood out. What did stand out to me was whenever they were in Amity, in a sense. I don't know why, but I was kind of fascinated with the um, Amity faction. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. And within the last book, what stood out to me, obviously, when Trish died, I was hot. <laughs> That was heartbreaking. That was so unnecessary. I was not prepared for that at all. I think I was crying. Oh. I wasn't prepared for that. But something else that stood out to me is when they, you know, realized why they were, why life is the way that it is. Mm-hmm. And we got to, to actually see why they were placed into factions, what it actually served a purpose for, and blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. So I really liked the whole dystopian theme throughout the book. Overall, I really enjoyed the book series. And if you haven't read it yet, why not it's it's different it's, it really is different but it really is good i agree i agree 100 percent. well guys it is straight from Derry. you should go and read this book if you haven't already and you should go and you know just enjoy it a lot i recommend hard covers though if you can afford it and if it's there hard covers last longer than these paperbacks though they're heavier but i like hard covers um so that will be it from both of us for today's episode. As always, you can find this episode on ACAS, on the ACAS platform, and it um, distributes to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Samsung Podcasts, and a whole lot of stuff that I can't remember at the moment. Um, so any last words you want to say, Derry? Uh, just thank you so much for having me today. I'm so honored. I've, this was so <laughs> exciting to do, honestly. We love to have you. And guys, look out for more episodes coming out from Derry. We're going to keep her here with us for as long as she wants. We love to see it. <laughs> so thank you guys again. And I'll see you next time. Bye. Bye, guys.